Um, to give a little background, Matthew 24 and 25, um, Jesus is talking to his disciples about signs of Christ's return, um, the perilous times, the glorious return, um, the parable of the fig trees right before, and being ready. So that is kind of the um, context that we're going to read this in. <clears throat> Matthew 25, 1 through 13. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, who took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps, and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there, not, lest there not be enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell, and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgin, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch ye therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Um, so there's a couple points I want to pull out of this um, passage that I think we can apply to our lives. Um, I believe the ten virgins are a symbol of us as believers because well, number one, the, ver um, the word virgin gives an idea of purity. Um, and also, they were invited, and they actually showed up. So they were there waiting. So there was a desire. They wanted to follow God. They wanted, well, in this case, they wanted to be a part of the, the ma marriage celebration or the marriage feast. Um, and during that time, it was a, it was a great honor to be a bride's, um, pretty much a bridesmaid in, um, in a marriage. And um, they were handpicked for a special, a special, they would hold lamps out for the marriage procession. They would go um, through whatever town they were. And um, so yeah, it was, I think he's specifically talking to us as believers here. Um, because the world doesn't have doesn't really have a desire to follow God. And here it shows they did have a desire to follow God. Um, and I believe all of them wanted to take, um, take part and do their job at the wedding. But only five of them did what was necessary to accomplish their purpose as bridesmaids. Um, and I think in the church, we need to be careful because there's a lot of a lot of times we care, or we say we care, but do we care enough? Is that our priority? Is that the one thing that is driving us? Um, yeah, are we, are we actually willing to do, to lay down self and do what God put us on this earth to do? So then the, the second point I want to pull out, which I already mentioned part of it, is um, their job was to be light bearers um, for this procession. And that's where the lamps come in. Um, 
But we see this in Matthew 5, 14 through 16. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So our special role as Christians is to let our light shine. And um, I will talk about that a little bit later. Then uh, the third point is they all slept. And I found this very interesting. I, I don't totally understand the um, why they all slept, but um, kind of like Joshua was saying last Sunday, we live, we're living in a period of grace right now. We're living in the end times, and um, the bridegroom is delayed. Um, and if... If you are not prepared for something the night before, whatever it is, how well do you sleep? <laughs> Most of us, if we're not prepared for something or we're anticipating something, we don't, um, or we're stressed about something, we don't tend to rest well. And the five foolish ones were not prepared. So as soon as they woke up, you know, heard the call, they're instantly scrambling, you know, trying to find oil, while the five that had prepared could rest because they had prepared. Um, and that's kind of what I pulled away from that. Um, so the main point is the oil. And I believe he's talking about the Holy Spirit in this. Um, in Acts 1.8 it says, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Um, so we see when the Holy Spirit comes to us, we receive power, and it's power for what? Power to be witnesses. Um, it's not one thing that hit me. It's not just to do witnessing. It's to be a witness. Um, and our lights will not shine without fuel. And I believe that fuel is the power of the Holy Spirit in us. Um, and the purpose of the lamps is to shine. And if we don't have oil, we're just a, a lamp that doesn't shine, which is pointless. So, And then, I think I missed something right here. Actually, I don't think I did. So we need to be cultivating and... Um, cultivating our relationship with God. And the five foolish slept instead of cultivating their relationship with God and instead of listening to the Holy Spirit. Um, and the thing about our relationship with God is we can always go deeper. We can always be emptying um, and asking God to fill us. Um, and we definitely don't want to get caught up in just emptying because when we just empty, um, we see examples in Scripture where it says, it gets filled up with other things that are worse if we don't fill it with God. Um, so in first, or no, Second Kings four one through seven, we have the story of Elisha. Um, I'll quick read it here. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elijah, saying. 
Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and that the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondsmen. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in thy house? And he said, and she said, Thine handmaid hath not anything in, thy, in the house save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go, borrow thee vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and, upon, and shalt pour out into all those vessels. And thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. And it came to pass when the vessels were full, she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. Um, I think this is a beautiful word picture of how we can keep going deeper. We can keep bringing empty vessels to Christ, asking him, fill me, fill me. Um, I want more of you. And it is dwelling and fellowshipping, um, is the dwelling and fellowship of God in us that brings life and power. Um, the oil in our lamps is the result of our relationship with God and cultivating that so we are ready. And by cultivating, I'm not just talking about morning quiet time or morning devotions. Um, this, is, this affects every aspect of our lives. Business, um, family, friends, every aspect, hobbies. So then the bridegroom comes. The bridegroom comes, and, or the cry goes out anyways that the bridegroom is coming. And... All the virgins trimmed their lamps. So we see here that all the virgins, they had their lamps. They had them trimmed. They were there waiting. But only five of them had actually prepared the oil. Um, so they looked like they had everything ready, but they had no oil. Um, and so the cry comes out, and they trim their lamps, and then they started scrambling. The five foolish started scrambling um, for oil, like... We don't have oil. We're not ready. And they asked the wise, um, give us some of your oil. And I don't believe the oil is something that we can give to others. Um, we, in the passage, see if I have it written. Yeah, it says, but the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you, but go rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. Um, I don't think that's something we can give to somebody else. But like them, we can point them to the source. Um, so yeah, and then the last point is the, full, the bridegroom came and... They went in to the supper, and then the foolish showed up. And I think these are some of the most sobering words we could ever hear. He said, I never knew you. I don't know you. And 
I think that's probably, yeah, I think that's probably the most sobering words you could ever hear. But the five, <coughs> the five um, wise ones, they could joyfully go in, joyfully go in with the um, groomsmen. So in closing, um, I want to read the last verse here, verse 13. It says, Watch ye therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. So are we watching, preparing, cultivating, and shining for Christ so that one day we can joyfully go in to the marriage supper? That's all I have. Thank you.